Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Yud Bet. However, we are today on Daf Yud Aleph Amur Aleph, one line down, Otana Maot. Says the Mishnah, says the Gemara as follows Otana Maot, these monies that we used and we put it on the Kedorit, Mayasib, and what do we do with them? Rabbi Omer, Rabbi says, if you remember in our Mishnah, we said that the extra money from the, right, when we want to, if you have extra ketorit, is you, you, you give it on money, right? Now, how do you, what do you do with the money? So we're telling you over here that the money could be used to pay Bet Avtinus. Now, Bet Avtinus were people who knew how to make the Ketorah a special way. Ketorah had to be made in a situation where the smoke would rise straight up like a pillar and not diffuse like regular smoke does. Um, And the only family that knew how to do it, and they actually guarded their secret uh, zealously, was this family of Bet Avtinus. And they wouldn't give it to anyone to do. The Hahamim weren't so happy with them because they wanted them to teach other people. Sometimes they, 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 they one time, the, the Hahamim wanted to go to a different family, they tried a different family, it didn't work well. They went back to Bet Avtinus and they doubled their prices. Oh, they charged They weren't happy with them. But in the end, uh, they they were saying they were doing it in order that no one should should ever use this beautiful uh, way of ketorah that it goes up so beautifully for Avodah and therefore they guarded the secret carefully and they never gave it up to anyone. Okay, anyway, so they would give them. They were the only ones who knew the ketorah. We could give the money to them as payment. Okay. Which means it has to be that we owe them the money already for last year, and then we could use the money that got holified to pay them. Says the Gemara. What happens if we don't owe them money from last year? Then what do we do with this money? I just, we just said we're only allowed to pay them with the money if we owe the money from before. What happens if we don't? If not, we use the money to buy money for, like we said, was the ket hamizbeach, the dessert hamizbeach that we mentioned last time. Whenever the mizbeach is idle, we use the money for those kobanot. Says the Gemara. This, the opinion of Rukhiya Barba is changing from place to place. Taman, in the question, Rukhiya Barba needed the question. And here he's answering it, which means it's very funny that the same rabbi is asking and answering his own question. Right? You don't find the Gemara that, that Rish Lakish will, will ask a question and Rish Lakish will answer it. So why is Rabbi Barba doing it? Says the Gemara, this is the question, his question only was in a klisharit, which means can you use it to buy vessels of the Mizbeach? This that was obvious to him, he knew that you could use it for Korbanot for Ketzim Mizbeach. Okay. Okay, so so again, the question of Chiyah Barba now is, can we use the extra money, that, uh, assuming that we cannot, we're not paying these Ketorik guys? If we have a debt to the Ketorik guys, we could use this money to pay the Ketorik guys. If there's no debt, what do we do? So we said use it for the Ketzim Mizbeach. So the Ketzim Mizbeach we know is okay. But can, the question he, that he asked was, can we use it for Klisharit? So how will we figure out the answer? We have a question. If a guy makes the ketorit, 
normally the ketorah should be made in a vessel that's holified, which means in a vessel that belongs to the Beit HaMikdash. Vessels that belong to the Beit HaMikdash are called klisharit. The standard case is that you'll make the ketorah with ketorah that is already holified, already bought with money of the Beit HaMikdash, and in vessels that belong to the Beit HaMikdash. And the question of the Moraim is as follows, Ivan. What happens if the, guy, if the people made the ketoret in a chulin vessel? Not a holified kedushat Because he holds it doesn't need doesn't need to have a holified item, a holified vessel. And Rabbi Baba wasn't sure about this. And therefore, he doesn't know if you could buy a klisharit. Which means, this question that he has, can you buy a klisharit, is basically asking, is the klisharit essential? You understand? So according to the rabbi who says that if you make it in, the kli, in, in a private vessel, it's pasul, you obviously hold that the klisharit is essential. And then you're allowed to buy it with the ketorit money. But if you hold... That klishat, that if that like a Meshub and Levi, that if you make it in your own private vessel, it's still kosher. Then the klishat is not essential, and then you wouldn't be able to buy it with this extra money from the ketoret. Is that clear, Ivan? You with us? Excellent. Says the Gemara. It could. It probably is preferable to use the thing of the Beit Hamikdash, but but once you see that it's mandatory, that's what makes it permissible to use the money to buy monies to buy it. Because only when it's mandatory could you use the the monies to buy it. Where's the volume? One second. Hold on. We can't hear you so well. Excuse me. Teach me also. Yeah, if it's only preferable, we're not going to buy it with the Beit Hamikdash money. Correct. Correct. Thank you. Perfect. Okay. Says the Gemara. What's the reason of Rabbi Yossi Bar Chanina, who's the one who says it's possible? It says the words Kodesh He. Now it's interesting. These words Kodesh He are a little interesting. So Kodesh He means it has to be it has to start as holified. And that's why it has to be in the holified vessel. What's the Rishul of reason? It says Kodesh He That means that, that you have to you have to buy it, buy the, the spices from the, he, he learns, from Kodesh money. But not that the keli has to be Kodesh money. So the same, both rabbis are using the same pasuk, Kodesh he. One understands the pasuk to say Kodesh he, the vessel has to be holy and everything has to be holy. And the other one's using Kodesh he is saying that only the spices themselves need to be holified, but not necessarily the vessel. Okay, now the, the tricky part about this Kodesh he is that there is no pasuk that says Kodesh he. What? Yeah, you can have a hard time finding it. There's no Pasuk Kodesh He about the spices. There is a Pasuk, however, Kodesh He, that's used about the spices that go into the Shemana Mishcha. So the Rishonim are trying to figure out what Pasuk they're talking about. And some say that there's a connection between the spices in the Shemana Mishcha that goes on the anointing oil and the spices of the Ketorah, and they use the same Pasuk for that one for the other. But either way, the Gemara seems to be that it's a Kodesh He. We know the whole Torah, there is no Kodeshi by Ketoret. It could be it's referring to this. Okay. So let's think about Amr Abyosi Bibun. Abyosi, the son of Rabun, says, Dear Abyosi Bichana Kishmul, Abyosi Levi Kirby Yochanan, Abyosi Barchanina, who's the rabbi who says that it needs, that, that it's Pasul not in the non holified Keli, he fits like Shmuel. And Rabbi Shur ben Levi, whose rabbi says it is kosher in the unholified keli, he goes like Rabbi Yochanan. Who are these rabbis from Rabbi Yochanan? The Tanina, because we learned in the Mishnah, which is coming on up next, this is the next Mishnah. Hamakdish nechasav, a guy who sanctifies all his properties. All my properties hold to the Beit Hamikdash. Okay. And he's got with him things that are fit for korbanot tzibur, for public korbanot. Now, public korbanot, we're going to learn, is 
What is Korban Tzibur? So, Rabbi Yochanan says that's only Ketoret. Because Ketoret is the only spice that is the only thing that is only brought for public. No, There's no such thing as a private Ketoret. There is such a thing as a private animal. So if you have, if a guy, if a guy dies and a guy wants to give his property to Betamidash and he, he leaves over a cow, the cow could be a private sacrifice or a public sacrifice. So there's nothing that's public sacrifice. And here we said, welcome, welcome. Here we're talking about a guy who, who, who did a, um, who, did, who offered and has stuff that's fit for a public sacrifice. So Rabbi says that's talking about Ketoret. So you see that Ketoret, if Rabbi Yochanan says Ketoret is the item, that means Rabbi Yochanan is saying that Ketoret could be done in private vessels. Right? I lost everyone there. We're assuming, if Rabbi Yochanan is saying that when we said something that's fit for the Korbanot Zibur, it's referring to Ketoret, that means that it's okay to have regular Ketoret in someone's house because the Yochanan is saying that Ketoret is fit for a Korbanot Zibur even though it started off as a private guy's thing. So you see Rabbi Yochanan is allowing such a thing and he's allowing it to be Kadosh and then holified afterwards. What? No, but it seems like this guy is allowed to holify his ketoret and then give it to the Beit Hamikdash, and they might use it. Property. Yeah, his own pro- his own prop- property ketoret. He could donate it and use it. That that fits only according to if you make it for yourself. He wasn't making. He owns the. We're talking about a case where he owns the spices separately. He didn't make them. He just owns them. Well, here we're saying that you're not allowed to make your own ketoret. That is, Binyamin is right. You're not allowed to make your own ketoret. But you're allowed to own the spices and donate them. And it seems like you're allowed to have them and donate them. And let's say the guy's making it for the Beit HaMakdash, that also could be okay. I'm not making it. I could own it and not use it for myself. The Yisur is to use it for yourself. Here, according to Rabbi Yochanan, you're allowed to own it and make it for the Beit HaMikdash. I'm making it for the Beit HaMikdash, not myself. Okay. Now, that's not so good. Because if the Mishnah is Bifidush like Rabbi Yochanan, then Shmuel's up a creek without a paddle. Right? If, the, if this Mishnah, which says the guy... Makdish is his property and has Korban Tzibur's only like Rabbi Yochanan. What is Shmuel going to say? Amr Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua will say, Be'uman Mishel Betavtinus, She'anotel B'schalok Ketoret. He can explain the Mishnah talking about a guy who's Betavtinus family, who took Ketoret as payment. Because we said before that sometimes the, the Avtinus family could take Ketoret as payment. So maybe the case of a guy who's Makdish in Nechazav, According to Shmuel, he'll explain that it's talking about a case where they paid him with Ketoret. He's Aftina's family fellow. They paid him his wages with Ketoret. And when he's Makdishit, that's the case. But you're right, no one else can have Ketoret. It has to be holified. Okay. Because says that the, the, the grinder that they would use for the spices, you ever see the, the uh, we don't have uh, Shlomo Shaya here, but you ever see by the, on the pharmacies, right, the symbol of a pharmacy is a machteshet. It's a, 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 a spice grinder. Even though our pharmacy is only good for counting pills. But, but uh, <coughs> these you know, I, I really can't make fun when, when he's not here. I have to wait till he comes, right? Okay. So, but but the, these spice. So Rav Huna Rule is talking about the spice grinders, and he says that the machteshit became a klisharet to holify it, and therefore Shmuel says that it has. So you see from here that Shmuel holds that it has to be in a holified keli, right? Because he says that the machteshit, the grinder, is like a klisharet. So you see, it has to be in a holified keli. 
Okay. So we have again, there's two opinions. There's Shmuel, who says it has to be holified, and there's Rabbi Yochanan, who says it doesn't have to be holified. Okay, says the Gemara. Amr Rabbi Yossi Birbun. Amr Rabbi Chuna Kamed Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Chuna says the name of Yossi. Davar Shekadesh Beklisharit Nifta. He says, how could it be? How could something that got holified in a Klisharit get redeemed? In our Mishnah, we says, we said that the extra ketoret gets redeemed. But once it got hold of the klishat, how can we redeem it? You said that the spice grinder is like a klishat. If so, then how can we ever redeem it? Amaleh, Vilad Shmueli, the Shmuel Amal, Kalu Bamotar. He says, Shmuel says, if it's first good to go into Shmuel, because Shmuel says that there's a special kula that the rabbis did for extra leftovers that they allow it to be redeemed. Yes, they do. Now, what's the source of Shmuel? How does he allow spices that are left over to get redeemed if they got into Klishar? Where does he get the source from? Did Pagina, because there's a machlok and I'm on in the following case. Hotiru timimim, which means, what happens if we took the, the money from the cups, right? Remember we took the cup, the, 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 the buckets from the Beit HaMikdash and we have the, we have the, Coins in the buckets. So we took the money and we bought a bunch of sacrifices. And hotiru timimim, we got leftover sacrifices. We got leftover animals that were bought with the money. Okay? So we bought a thousand animals and we're left with 30 animals at the end of the year. Okay? What do we do? Shmuel Ahmad Nifdin Kitrimim. According to Shmuel, we're allowed to redeem them even while they're tamim, even while they still don't have any blemishes. Since they're extra, we're allowed to redeem them. That's where you can sell them. Yes. You can sell those because you have extras. Right. Even though normally we don't redeem animals until they're pasul, he says since these are extras, there's a special kula that we do it. And Rabbi says no. He says no. He says we only use them like a Quran that got pasulified. We have to wait till they get pas- they get a mum and then we could do it. So therefore we see that Shmuel is being lenient and he's allowing, redeeming things that are fit just because they're extra. So we'll say the same thing when it comes to extra ketorit, that he's allowed this special extra heter, that he's allowing redeeming, redeeming things that are extra. No, are you saying according to the other rabbi? I don't know. Right, we didn't talk about that. We, the Gemara didn't talk about what, what they would do according to Rabbi Yochanan with the extra ketoret after they went to the Kisharet. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you. Rabbi Yochanan will say, uh, he'll say that maybe it's talking about a case where you didn't holify it because Rabbi Yochanan allows making it in a private keli. So maybe it never got holified. Maybe that's the answer. Okay. Now we have a question. What happens with extra other animals? Hotiru si'irim. If they have extra goats at the end of the year, which of course they can't use the next year because it was bought with last year's coins, and everyone knows that each year they have to use the new coins, they can't use last year's coins. So what do they do with the extra goats? al the Shmuel, according to Shmuel, what do we do? Im olot, im ola niftit. Lokoshkin chatat. So Shmuel will say, if I'm allowing you to redeem a korban ola, kalvachomer, I'll allow you to do a chatat. Usually the seir is for a chatat. Gemara always says, the seir le chatat, right? Uh, 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 the goat is always for the chatat. Now, if a guy left over a seir, so according to Shmuel, it's logical that he will allow it to be redeemed as well. Why is it logical? What's the kavachomer? That if I allow an ola, I'll allow a chatat. Because by ola, even if we don't get lenient, we don't get lenient on you, and we make you wait till it gets a mum, still, in the end, the the value will be used for another olah. But a chatat, 
if we make you, if we don't let you redeem it, and it becomes a, we have to wait to get a mum, then you could you could own, it'll be used for an olah, and and a chatat can't be used for an olah, and therefore there's more of a reason to be lenient by a chatat than by an olah. So if Shmuel allows an olah, he'll certainly allow a chatat to be redeemed. Did you get that? I got it, but it says, for example, like he says over here, that the money that you redeem with the animal that, that was for Ola will become an Ola afterwards anyway because. Next year, what I'm going to do with the money? You can, you can use the money and you're going to buy Ola Leketz Hamazbech for the dessert of Hamazbech. It's always Ola. Khatat has to be for a specific. That's why. That's why it's a Koshkin. That's why for sure we'll allow you to do it for a Khatat to redeem it. Okay? Al Dateh Yochanan. But according to Yochanan, he says, oh, you have to wait, you have to let it graze till it gets a moon, and then you redeem it. According to this rabbi, we use them themselves for Ketzmazbech, and you don't have to redeem it at all. How can Shmuel Yitzchak say that you could use it for the desert of Mazbech? When could you ever use a Karban Chatat as Ola, we're talking about a Seir here. Seir is a Chatat. When are you allowed to take a Chatat and use it as Ola? Amar Yosa, Shnayahu. This is different than a regular Chatat. Why? She'en korbanot tzibunik v'imel b'shechita. Because he holds, he had a korbanot of a, of a public, like a Seir, which is for a public Chatat. They don't become designated until Shechita themselves. And therefore, in other words, normally you could designate an animal as a particular korban already before when it's walking around life. According to this, he holds that a korbanat zibur, that's only if it's private, but if it's a public sacrifice, it doesn't get designated as a chatat till you shecht it. And since it's alive, it wasn't designated. That's why I'm allowed to switch it to an olah. Okay. That's answer of Yosem. Amr Abchir, Abchir's answer, and this will be the last answer of the Mishnah, According to him, no, it's not that we don't sanctify it right away. It does get sanctified right, right away, but there's a special condition that Betin makes a condition that any extra ones will automatically be Ola. So when they when they got the thousand goats in the beginning and they said these are going to be the Khatats, they had in mind a certain condition that if there's any extras, there's all, they're Olat. They're Olat. And therefore, that's why it's okay. Okay. Gorgeous. Okay. What the hell? How far? Not bad. We got a half dozen 22. Let me just get out and get my uh, board ready. Yvonne, give us a second. Pause this while we get the board ready. Says the, says the Mishnah. We had this Mishnah mentioned earlier uh, today. Okay? A guy who's Makdish, his property. And amongst the property are things that are fitting for Korbanot Sibur. Remember, Rabbi Yochanan had said that was ketoret. Okay? So there's a machloket how to get rid of this ketoret. Okay? What do you do? Listen, to, according to Rabbi Kiva and Ben Azai, Rabbi Kiva says you start like this and you move on. And Ben Azai says you have, to step, have a step before that and you do the same thing Rabbi Kiva says, but there's a step before Rabbi Kiva. Watch how it goes. Uh, what do you do? So if you have the ketoret, yinaten lo'umanin b'scharan. You give the ketoret to the craftsmen for their work. Okay? Give the ketoret to people who work for the Beit HaMikdash. Let's say there's a guy, for example, who fixed the Mizbeach, let's say. He only charges us 10000 Okay. So we give him the ketoret as, as a payment for his wages. Right? And this way it becomes chulinified, and it's fine. What is going to do with the ketoret himself? Okay, we're going to see soon. The Gemara is going to ask what he does with it. Divrei Rebekiva. Ben Azai says, He says, that's not right. Rather, Ela, Mafrishin mehem schad ha'omlin, Umachalino ta'almaot. We set aside from this the the the... the the wages of the workers, right. and you switch it for the money, which is set, set aside for them. 
right? So you basically, you have the, 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 the ketoret, you have some money that's for their wages, you switch the holiness from the money to the ketoret, that this guy sanctified, and then you could use the then you use the ketoret to give to them. Then you give <coughs> then you give them to the ketorah to the, to the workers and then they take it back you buy it back from the new tinumah. You understand what's happening? Make some, I, I, I made another chart for it, but simple. Basically, we give the ketorah to these fellows so now the guys are the ketorah. What are they going to do with the ketorah? Very simple. They're gonna they, they, now now the worker who fixed the mizbeach has a whole bunch of ketorahs. Now we're going to need ketorah next year, right? In order for the so we take the money from the new buckets of this year, and we pay them to buy back the ketorah from them that we just gave them for the wages. Mm. So you got what happened? So you have a guy who fixed the mizbeach. He gets ketorah from us, okay? Then we come next year. We stick our hands back into the new buckets, three buckets that came from the Shah, from the new money, and we buy back the ketorah that this guy happens to have. He's selling them, we buy it back from him now, and now he's got regular money, and we've got ketorah. You're paying him from last year's work. Don't you have to pay like that, that right away? So we're going to pay We're going to pay him with the ketorah, the extra ketorah. You're going to buy it back. You're saying from next year, you're going to pay him from the new money. And the guy comes in, his back is broken. Call the expert, $10,000. Okay. Here's the bill. No problem. Here's ketorahs. Got it. Extra ketorahs. Next. Now, we wouldn't be able to use that ketorah this year because it's extra. We right. can't use it. No problem. The next year comes, next year. we go to the Beit HaMikdash, we fill up from the new coins. But next, next year, though. You You're paying him a year later. No, no. It's, it's, it's no, a few yeah, days one later. Day, one day. It's, it's the one day because we're going to It's the next year. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Oh, you're wondering that it has the crash to get away the year to get the money. No, 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 no. Uh, it could okay. be a day or two. Fine. Right, because the, because the, the year is over and it's Rosh Hashanah, and, and it flips again in Nisan. Okay. What, what about if the guy wants to charge more money? He wants to double the money, so they won't buy from they buy from someone else. Okay, it's fine. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. How do you get the ketorah to begin with? The ketorah is not. Yes, I don't. To begin, how did they give him the ketorah? We gave it to him. No, well, well, it's a machloke. Ben Azay says we, we own the whole part on money. And the other one says, no, you, you use it. Uh, the the contract straight. has to be a chashuv guy. No, it can't just be any Joshua. Well, I'm right? sure he's got he's to be. And you're giving him a ketorah? We're giving him the ketorah as the wage. That's what's going on here with the extra ketorah. That's what it says. Okay. Should we get into the ketorah? The ketorah, that means it's all mixed together or you have spices separate? And then when they do the, uh, the ketorah, when they do the, the mitzvah, then they put all the spices together? How to do it? I'm not sure. Okay. A guy who sanctifies his property again, he makes his property holy. So here's the chart we have in front of me. Okay? You have products that are animals that are fit for the Mizbech. Okay? Okay? If you have males and female animals. Okay? Now, the rule is that the male animals are good for Korban Ola. And the female animals are good for shlamin. Okay? You don't use one for that. It has to be like that. Now, so if you ask the rabbis, so if you ask your Biel Azad, so if you have a male animal or a female animal, the male animals you sell for an ola. We're, we're doing the B. Okay? The male animals you sell for people who want to use a korban ola. So you have a the, the guy dies or Makdish's property, and now we have ten males and ten females. So what do we do with ten males? If the guy comes back to us, hey, I need to buy a korban Allah. No problem. We'll sell you one of these, you you male ones. You use it for Allah, and we'll take the money that we get from you and use it to fix up the maintenance of the Bet Makdash. It's called Betikabait, maintenance fund. Okay? If there's a female animal amongst the guys that the guy donated, Rebelaza says we sell it for a shlamim. Which again is used for the betikabai for the maintenance for the betikabai. And if the guy donated a car or any other product that's not unusable, right? The language of Mishnah is he um, blew the betikabai, right? Udmehem, the money he blew, imshanachatam, which the rest of the money, which we sell and use for the betikabai. We also use that for the maintenance funds. Okay, that's what we are 
Rabbi Yeshua disagrees. Rabbi Yeshua says, Zicharim, if you have male animals, we make them all us. So if the guy dies with ten animals, we offer all ten on the Mizbech for the guy. I'm a fish, he dies, and I, I no, or a guy says, I'm a fish, my animals. He says, okay, all ten, we use those ten males as, as all us, straight. But if he has more? According to, or a hundred, a hundred, whatever. No, if he has extras. All males, any, the guy, Matish's animals, all male animals, yalla, all korban olas. Female animals, again, we sell for shlamim, like he said. We sell them to people who want to do a shlamim and use the money for ola. Over here, he said, use it for betekabayit. He had said, use the money for the maintenance fund. Here, he's using the money to buy korban olas. So according to this, all the animals are going to be that are fit for this bear are going to be korbanified, and they'll all be olafified. Now, how could you olaf female? No problem. We'll sell sell for shlamim and use the money to buy an olaf. Okay, and not like this. He was using it for the maintenance fund. Okay, and the cars we sell and use for the maintenance fund. Okay, so that's Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. Are we clear? Now, hold on. There's two other amoraim later amoraim who are going to weigh in on the on who's right and who's wrong. I'm Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva says, I agree with Rabbi Eliezer. You know why? Because Rabbi Eliezer has Hishveh Midotav. He has the same rule for everything. Why does he have the same rule for everything? Because you look, according to him, all three things are used for the, for the maintenance fund. Whether it's male animals, female animals, or cars, they all get used for the maintenance funds. So therefore, he's Hishveh Midotav. On the other hand, when you come over here, they're not the same. These are used for all that, others use for the maintenance fund. And therefore, since he's not the same, Rabbi Kiva says, I see the words of Eliezer as being right. Now, Repipus disagrees. Repipus says, it depends, who you go like depends what the guy said. If the guy says, without specification, he says, I say, all my stuff is the better, better, kabite. So that means that he really wants to use each one differently. Okay? And therefore, he wants this. But if the guy says, my animals and my stuff, so then it sounds like he wants to use everything, animals plus stuff, if he just says everything, and he wants each thing the way it's supposed to be. But if he says animals and stuff to the best of Mikdash, it sounds like he wants everything for the maintenance fund, and that's why he says you go like this. Is that clear? So Rapipus is going like this one in certain cases, and Rabbi is only going like this because he likes it all to be equal. Are we clear? Okay. Gotta go? I'll see you. Okay. You We're gonna, we have, you, okay, let me just tell you, for those who are leaving now, we are having another class today. We have no choice. In order to get, because uh, we have two days of holiday back, usually we do Friday morning class and a Saturday night class. But we can't do that now because we have Sunday as a holiday. So what we're doing is we do another class an hour before Manha. Okay. Tonight. Hour before Manha, we'll come to shul. Do the class, like we did last time. We'll leave our phones over here, and we'll come to Shabbat to finish up. Motzei holiday, not Motzei Shabbat. Motzei holiday. Motzei holiday. Yeah, we we we're very strict. Do you do Shabbat day also or no? Uh, maybe I could do one for you if you want, but but I can't record that. We are very strict over here. Oh yeah. The Lebanese are very strict. They don't leave their phones on the holiday, so. Uh, <laughs> we're very strict. <laughs> we're so, gonna have to do it afterwards, okay? So you're gonna do one that, but you're gonna be recording it. I'm recording today. So Another I can, one today. I can join on, on, on uh, yeah. video? Yes. Before Shabbat? Yeah, why not? Sure. Before Shabbat today? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're here. Right. No, he's not going to join before the holiday because uh, on phone? the recording? No, he's going to join oh, on, on the phone. On the phone. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah on the recording is going to be too late. Yeah, but recording is after, but you could join on the phone. Why not? Okay. Yeah, phone, yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. And then... Um, we have to be just be showered before. It's going to cover tomorrow also. Th- th- this tonight covers tomorrow, and then Motzei holiday will cover will cover the last day of the holiday. Okay, Got it? Okay. You ready, guys? Yep. Let's go. Now, so that was Repipus, and let's just read it. I'm Repipus. Shamati and Tivrishnehim. I heard both the words. Hamaktish Pifidush. If I say specifically my animals and my stuff, that's a blessed. If I say without specification, can be sure. Now, what happens? What if the guy's maktish stuff and he has flowers, 
flour, F-L-O-U-R, flour, and shimanim, and oils, those are things that go on the Mizbech, and ofot, and birds that go on the Mizbech, we're in the Mishnah now, Rabbi Eliezer, now, this, this should be Rabbi Elazar, they switch it to be Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Elazar, we sell it for guys who need oil for their korban, or who need flour for their korban, and we bring with the money korban olaz, and the rest of the stuff goes to Bezek Abayit. Okay, and the rest of the money goes to the maintenance fund. Okay. Says the Gemara, let's go. Hamatish. You with us here in the Gemara? This chart was great. I don't know if yeah, you, no, really, you really got sorry. everything all together. So Otherwise, when I was reading it before that, the chart, I'm like, this thing's a chart. Well, no one's going to get it. And now we got, the, we got it done very, very fast. Okay, Hamakdish. We said in the Mishnah that if you makdish your stuff and it has the korbanot sibur, what is this? We already had this thing on the page before. Rabbi Yochanan Omer leketoret. It's talking about ketoret because ketoret is the only thing that that is only for korbanot sibur and not for other things. Amr of Hoshea of Hoshea says tipater beumrim mishel betavtinus. So he's explaining the Mishnah that says before that we pay the guys has to be, like we said, that the guy was from Beit Aftinas because there's no other guy that could take the Ketonet from you, right? It's got to be Beit Aftinas, the only family that's going to take Ketonet. Shaya notel b'schalo Ketonet, they would take Ketonet like we saw in the previous Mishnah. So they were like also the maintenance people? What? So these guys also the maintenance people? Not maintenance. These are the guys, the guys who are making the Ketonet. So they got paid with the ketoret. Okay. My Tama ben Azai. What's the reason for ben Azai? If you remember before, this is my chok between Rabbi Kiva and ben Azai. Ben Azai says that you have to uh, first separate money, first give the ketoret on the money, and then you give it to the, the stuff to the workers. Right? What's ben Azai's reason? Because he says, En hekdesh mitchalel al malacha el amaot. He says that hekdesh stuff cannot become regular on work, only on money. And therefore, he says, we can't give these ketoret to the workers because it doesn't get holified, according to Ben Azai, when you give ketoret to work. It doesn't take away the holiness. Normally, we have these holy ketoret that's left over, right? We have a guy who did work for us. If you're going to give him it, it still stays holy because work doesn't isn't, isn't a physical it holy work. Isn't it like on the Beit Hamikdash? Is that considered like the same? In other words, if we if the guy came and said, "I'll give you uh, wheat and you give me ketoret," so then we understand that you could transfer the kedusha from the ketoret to the wheat, and the the wheat becomes holy and the ketoret becomes unholified. But since the guy only did labor, Ben Azza says that doesn't work. That's why he says we have to first switch out on the money. Okay. okay? Okay, Taman Tanina. We have a Mishnah in Tenuma that says the following. Yes, There's something special about somebody who, who donates something to the maintenance fund, which is different than the guy who donates something to the Mizbeach. If a guy just says, Hektesh, plain, it goes to the maintenance fund. That's, you want to know what's different between a maintenance fund money and and regular hektesh and 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 mizbeach um, fund, because when a guy donates something plain without specifying, it automatically goes maintenance fund. Okay, who's back on? Ivan is back. Ivan, the, the, the Baruch Hashem, welcome back. Okay, good. Umoalin begidulahen, and a guy. The difference about the maintenance fund is that something that was donated to the maintenance fund, not oh, it becomes hektesh, long devet mikdash, and anyone who uses it for private purposes, of course, is mo'el behektesh. You need to bring a korban because you use bet mikdash stuff for private purposes, that's asur. Now, not only are you mo'el if you use the korban for something, if I slaughter and eat the korban, I'm mo'el behektesh, you bring a korban. But even with something that comes to the korban, which means, let's say it was a bird and it laid an egg. It's not, the egg is not the bird. It's just 
something that came from the bird. You can be mo'el in that also in the Betik Okay? Now, if it's going to the Mizbeach, then you're not mo'el when you eat the egg. Okay, so there's a difference between, again, a strictness of the maintenance fund over a Mizbeach fund is that a bird belonging to the Mizbeach fund, if you eat the egg, you're not mo'el, and in the maintenance fund, you are mo'el. If you drink the milk of, of an animal from the Mizbeach fund, you're not mo'el, and if you drink the milk from the, an animal from the maintenance fund, you are mo'el. You are mo'el, you do bring a korban. You with me? Mm-hmm. Good. And also, the animals that go to the maintenance fund, the Kohen gets no benefit from them. Whereas animals that go in the Mizbeach fund, the Kohen gets to eat part of the animal. So there's some Hana for the Kohenim. So that's the strictnesses of the Bedek Abayit. So the Gemara points out, Amr of Hananya, this fits nicely like the Bia Lazar. Because we said in our, our Mishnah, a guy who sanctifies his stuff, right? And this stuff that's fit for the Mizbech, like we said over here. Rabbi Eliezer says, right? The, 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 the male ones get sold for an Ola, and the female ones get sold for a Shlamim, and the money goes to Bezekabait. So you see that in a, in a regular Hekdesh, all the money goes to Bezekabait. Right? So it sounds like our Mishnah goes like Rabbi Eliezer. This Mishnah that says that this Stam, we, we said in this Mishnah before, that Stam Hekdesh goes to Bezekabait. And here also, this was a plain Hekdesh, right? And, and Rabbi Eliezer says that it all gets used for the, for the maintenance funds. So the proof that this Mishnah, the bright that we do, the, the, the Mishnah in Chimura is only going like this, Rabbi. Did you get that? Yeah. You got it? Yes. Clear? Now, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, Tamad, what's Rabbi reason? Why does he say it's automatic maintenance fund? Because the Pasuk says the following, Vayikra. A person who sanctifies his beto, his house, Kodesh Lashem. What are we talking about? If we say the bite means his really house, right? Already says, it already says in the other Pasuk that if you do your house, how do we explain the Pasuk when the Pasuk says, So the word Beto doesn't mean his physical um, brick house. No, it means his properties. And therefore we see from here, says Azad, that an unspecified hektesh automatically means the Bethlehem goes to the maintenance fund. Okay. So it comes out that the machloka between these two rabbis, Yeshua and Rabbi Azad, is when a guy says, Stam, without specifying, my stuff is the Bethlehem Dash, he says it's automatically maintenance fund. And he says, depends. Some for Allah, some as an Allah, and some making this one. Good? Is that clear? Yeah. Good. Says the Gemara, Amr Abzeira, Rav Chuna B'Shem Rav, Rav Chuna says in the name of Rav, what's the machlok between these two rabbis? Machlok it is, v'makdish nechasav. That is that the guy says, amakdish, my property's plain. And he doesn't mention all his stuff. And there's other stuff that's not Beth Mikdash fight. So according to Rav Zira, Rav Zira says, this whole machloka between these rabbis is only if the guy makdish mix stuff. Some uh, tables, some cars, some this, and some animals. That's where there's a machloka between these two rabbis. Amakdish edro, but if a guy says, Amakdish my flock, where there's no cars or tables, there's only animals, then everyone agrees with this rabbi that it's automatically the Mizbeach. You got it? Because right. there it's only animals. That's according to Zira. Rabbah, Rav Chuna B'Shim Rav, 
No! He says the machloka between these two rabbis is when you do the flock. Not the mixed. The machloka is by the flock. But if a guy does mixed, everyone agrees that it goes to the maintenance funds. So the big, big difference between the two rabbis. Again, the first rabbi, Rabbi is saying, the machloket is when you do mixed. But if it's only flock, everyone agrees like him. Everyone says, no, the machloket is only by the flock. But if it's mixed, everyone agrees like him. Okay? Good. Good. Al-Dateh, Nicha. So according to Rabbi who says the machlok was by mixed, it fits good. V'kasha al Rebbe, we have a question from the Mishnah from Rebbe. Be'ema The case of the Mishnah has a be'ema in it. And isn't it going to Mizbeach? Of course it goes to Mizbeach. So how can Rebbe say that, that the case was stam with Be'lek Right? Says the Gemara, Hamaktish Omer because he holds that when a guy means it to go to Mizbeach, he says the words Lamizbeach to the Mizbeach. So why did this guy not mention the word Mizbeach when he says Makdish? So he holds the reason why he holds doesn't go to Mizbeach is because he says if the guy meant Mizbeach, he should have said the word Mizbeach. And the fact that he just says Hektesh means he wants it to go to the maintenance fund. Okay. That's this rabbi's explanation. Now, another opinion. So, we, so far we have two opinions. We had Rabbi Zi'ira and Rabba in the shame of Rav. Now, the third opinion. The machloket is in both cases. Again, Rabbi Zira says the machloket is only in a mixed case. Rabba says the machloket is only in a specific case of only animals. And Rabbi Yochum says the machloket is in both cases. Okay. We're on the bottom of the page. Rav Chunah B'Shem Rav, Rav Yabel B'Shem Rav Yochanan says, Kodshe B'Dek Abayit Shibadan Tamimim Yatsu Lechulin. We said that if you have Kodshe B'Dek Abayit, if you have maintenance animals, Shibadan Tamimim, and you redeem them, even though they have no mum, Yatsu Lechulin, they go out and they become unholified. Once you redeem them, even though they have no mum, they still become unholified. Where do we see a proof? Matita Amar, we see from, our Mish- from the Mishnah. It says, Vladan mutar It says about the Korbanot, that their babies and their milks become mutar after you redeem them. It sounds like before they're not. Exactly. But we can see from here that animals that are, that are, that are, that are, that are for the better bite, since they have only Kedushat Amin, they go completely L'Chulim. Right? That's like the rabbi said. That's what the rabbi said before. Okay. Not necessarily. Since they came on the top of Yud Bet Amud Bet. Rabbi Chizki B'Shem Rabbi says, we can explain the Mishnah that I re- the case is that I redeemed it when it was tamim, when it had no mum, and it got a mum afterwards. Okay, says the Gemara. Rabbi Yossi, we're trying to bring another proof to this idea. Again, the idea is that if you have a tamim animal and you redeem it, even though it's tamim, it becomes unholified. Rabbi Yossi, B'Shem Rabbi Chista says, we see it in the Mishnah, in Timunah. Of it says, Vladan v'chelbehem asur l'achar pidyonam. Kodesh Mizbeach, when you have something that's for the, sanctified for the Mizbeach, then their babies are asur even after you redeem it. But it sounds like Bede Gabayit are the babies of Mutar after they eat it. It sounds like only with these, the animals... Uh, have to get a moon. But a regular Adam, Benegabite, he doesn't need a moon. Even when the Tamim, they'll be okay. Okay. Rebbe Chizkiah B'Shem Rebbe Yosem. Kodshe Benegabite, if you have 
holy things for, for the maintenance fund. Shepad'an temimim, where you redeem him when, without a mum, yatsul chulim, they become chulim. Why? In because if you want to say that they don't become chulin after you redeem them when they're holy, what are you gonna how are you gonna ever find if you're saying that they're how will they ever get holified? Which means if you're gonna sell we said in the Mishnah that if you have a beema timima, we sell it lebetekabait. Right? Remember over here, this rabbi said that if you have an animal that's fit, right, that gets sanctified, he says you have to sell it and use the money for the maintenance fund. Forget what you use the money for. When you sell it to the guy, the guy, guy comes to Betamakdash, he wants to buy Ola, and we sell him the animal, according to this, right? We sell him the animal, how can he sanctify the animal if it didn't become Chulin? You get the story? Listen to what happened. Ruvain dies. Or Ruvain the Makdish is his Nechassim. And included is, let's say, a male animal. Okay? So we're following Rabbi Lezer. Oh, male animals? Okay. Set them aside. When a guy comes to buy an Ola, we'll sell him a male for an Ola. So in comes Shimon to buy, to do an Ola. He's okay, I want an Ola. Oh, we got these animals from Ruvain. We'll sell it to you. Now, when we sell it to him, if you say that selling doesn't, selling a good animal doesn't take away the Kiddushah, then how can, how can Shimon use the animal and make it holy if it's still holy from the Beit HaMikdash? Obviously, it must come out of the holiness. Beautiful. Okay. Says the Gemara. If you have an animal that is does have a moon, then uh, it will get holified in the mizbeach, like kedushat mizbeach. So if you have an animal that has a moon on it, and the guy sanctifies it anyway, you have an animal with a busted lip, right? And the guy sanctifies the animal with a busted lip, it still gets holified with 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 the kedushah. Laida mila, for what things? What for what item will get holified? Legizal avuda. It's holified for, in such a way that you're not allowed to use the sh- the wool, and you're not allowed to work with it. That's what. That's how far it's all. You can't use amazbeach because it's got a moon, but it's holified enough for that. Okay, a brighter like that. If a guy took a female animal and I sanctified it for an ola, now we know that a female animal can't be an ola. Again, this is the guy messing up. Okay. Or use it for his Korban Pesach, which it can't be Korban Pesach. Or the Ashmato for his Korban Asham, can't be for Korban Asham. So, Oset Timura, it's holified enough that it makes its, its substitute holy. Because the rule is any animal that gets holified, if I try to make it Timura, they both get holified. So, when I makdish this female animal for a Pesach or for a Ola, which it can't be, it's not, it can't go on the back, obviously, because it's female, but it's holified enough that if I try to switch the Kedusha to something else, it'll holify the other one. Okay. As opposed to a regular animal, you can't, you can't, it doesn't make it too much. That's Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Only for an Ola. If I make a female for an Ola, then it makes it too much holy. But for the Pesach, or for Hashem, and Ose, I won't make it too much out of it. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Shimon, Le'olato u'le peschol, O'shemon en oset t'murah. He says, for all three, it doesn't make it t'murah. So there's three different levels. The first rabbi says, for all three, it makes it t'murah. That's Tanakama. Rabbi Shimon says, only for an ola, not for a peschol asham. And Shimon ben Yehuda says, for nothing. It doesn't make t'murah for anything. Now let's explain the reason. Okay? Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Tama de Rabbi Shimon, the reason of Rabbi Shimon, why Rabbi Shimon says only uh, pesa, only an Ola and not a Pesach Hashem female works a little bit for? It's because the following. Because when you do an Ola, a female, the female gender is not completely excluded from Olas. Because a female bird 
can be an Allah. So therefore, don't say that when you makdish this female animal, it completely did nothing because females work a little bit for Allah. But Pesachs, you can't do birds at all. And therefore, there's no females ever by a Pesach. And that's why it does nothing by a Pesach or an Asham. But when it comes to uh, Olaz, since they're in the category, it works a little bit. Okay. The reason why Shimon Rada says that it never works for any of them, why is that? Because he says, If when you have the same type, if when you have the same type, if when you have the same type, it makes a difference. What does that mean? What type are we talking about? Kazatan we see. Asham ben Shina, if if the uh, Korban Asham has to be a one year old, Vivi ben Shtaim, and the guy in the in the end brought a two year old one. Okay. Ben Shtaim, or it's supposed to be a two year old, Vivi ben Shana, or he brought a one year old, right? Kasher, it works. Which means you're allowed to sprinkle on his back. But it doesn't work, it doesn't count for what you owe. So if you do uh, the wrong age, it'll work that the thing became holified, but it won't work for you. Rabbi Shimon says, Because he says it doesn't, it doesn't work at all. So Rabbi Shimon says, if, so, so the, the reason why Shimon doesn't let a, a female one is because he says, hey, if. Uh, an animal that's the same type and too old, Rabbi Shimon doesn't let anything happen. For sure, he's not going to let a female, and that's why he says it doesn't work for, doesn't work for all three. Okay, Rabbi Shimon ben goes to him. Amar Yochan, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yeshua, Shneim Amru Dabar Echad. I want to say that Rabbi Shimon, like we said, Rabbi Shimon, yeah, that doesn't work for anything, goes the same way with Rabbi Yeshua. Kimad Rabbi Yeshua, just like Rabbi Yeshua says. If a guy says, in, in the Mishnah, we said, Rabbi Yeshua said, if you do a Nikeva, it doesn't get holified. Right? He also becomes like Desh Tamim. If it was Kedush Tamim, we would say that it, it has to get a, get a Moom. So obviously, we see that he's going to be Yeshua. Okay, we're just going to finish the Brighton now. And we'll stop at the two dots over here. We'll finish that tonight. Okay? Amar Rabbi, En Aniro Et Shimon Pesach. I don't agree with Rabbi Shimon when it comes to Pesach. If you remember, Rabbi Shimon had said that a Pesach doesn't work when you're in a Kiva. Right? Because we have a rule that extra Pesachs become as a Shalamim. Right? If you remember what we said before, that if a guy had an extra Pesach, let's say he had two Pesachs, right? right. Remember the case, Harry? Yeah. A guy had a Pesach, lost it, found it, has another Pesach. What do you do with the extra Pesach? It goes to Shalamim. So why are you saying that if you do a Nikeva, Harry, listen to this. Okay? If, you have a, if a guy has two Pesachs, the second one comes to Shalamim. And we said that when you make a Nikiva as a Pesach, it doesn't work because there's no such thing as a Nikiva Pesach. Yes, there is, because extra Pesachs become Shlamims, and Nikivas are good for Shlamims. Uh-huh. You got it? Yeah. So I Asham. Why don't you say the same thing by Asham? Because Kuban Asham. Because an extra Asham. Come becomes an Ola. Mm-hmm. In other words, why don't we say by an Asham? That it gets kedushat aguf, because it can become an olah. Let it become an olah. Why? In other words, why are you saying that when you make kaddish a nekeva for an asham, that it doesn't get any holiness at all? Why don't we say that it gets holiness because extra asham become olah? Let this become an olah. 
like an Olah. Even though a Nekevah can't be an Olah, but you get the holiness like that. Amar Rabbi Abin, Imikdish Pesach Bashlamim. If Imikdish Pesach becomes a Shlamim. Gufok Karashim, then in itself becomes a Shlamim. Imikdish Asham Ba'ola and Gufok Karashim. Which means there's a difference between Asham and a Pesach. When I'm a Kedish, a Pesach, it itself becomes a, a, a Shlamim. When I'm a Kedish, an Asham, and it's extra, I don't use the actual Asham for an Ola. I use the money to buy an Ola. And therefore, it doesn't become itself a Kedish. But that's why the Kedish doesn't work with Asham. Okay. Beautiful. We'll stop over here. Okay. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen, amen. Anyone could come tonight? Wow.